shock the system. Welcome to Dank Discussions with your host, Calican CEO, Maynard Breslow. In each episode, you'll learn from the trailblazers, leaders, entrepreneurs, and influencers in the ever-moving, ever-growing cannabis industry. We at Calican are passionate about cannabis and CBD marketing, branding, SEO content, and web design. If you are a cannabis owner and you know you need an uptick in business or an upgrade in the way your customers perceive you, come check us out at calican.com and schedule a time to speak with us today. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Dank Discussions. Today, we're joined by Valerie Young. Valerie is the co-founder of Uncle Yogi's and Caddy. Thanks for joining us today, Valerie. I'm glad to be here. Happy to have you here. We, uh, uh, If you listened to any of your recent episodes, you also heard her husband, Artie Young, over here. And uh, it was a great one, definitely. And uh, so we talked about Caddy on that one. Here, we're here to talk about Uncle Yogi's. And not only that, talk about you, your background, and and Wound Cogies, we have a very uh, a special story here with that. And uh, yeah. other cool uh, topics such as uh, how to pair CBD with all natural ingredients for things such as skincare, you know, and why that's important. Um, also talking about the trials and tribulations of uh, being even being able to sell in this space, right? And the oh, fun yeah. stuff that goes along with that. And uh, ingredients, mixing other ingredients, you know, like mushrooms or anything, you know, to, to try and... Uh, uh, increase that entourage effect and, and maybe why less is best. So um, a lot of great stuff to cover here today. Um, but as I always say, we'll start off easy. Let our listeners know where you're based out of today. So we are based on the East Coast. So we're in Virginia. We're slow, slow adapters to the cannabis industry, unlike you guys. So it's just been a kind of a long and painful process. And we had everything was going great. And we were supposed to be completely legal by July of this year, then we had a governor change and he was farmer friendly, but obviously it wasn't cannabis farmer friendly. So uh-huh. we're kind of uh-huh. backstepping, but hopefully they're, I think they're aiming for January 1st of 2024. So we're still a little ways out, but we're CBD. So it doesn't really, it affects us. Like they just stopped allowing us to sell Delta eight. So there's actually a manufacturer here in Virginia that has over a million dollars in inventory for yeah. D8 that he just he can't do anything with yeah Delta so. it's definitely been one of the hardest things you know just all of a sudden hey you can't you can't sell this anymore and it's like uh okay well I guess I gotta put <laughs> from the shelves and it's like well where can, where can I you know so yeah. in any case you know uh, um definitely as there always are there's a lot of um problems that go along with being in here but we love being in here right in the cannabis space yeah. and the hemp space so uh obviously as I always say it's it's a you got to love it and you have to have a passion for it in order to, to, to stick with it. So tell me about yourself, your background, your history with cannabis and, and kind uh, of uh, why yogis, uncle yogis. So I am so, so freaking sad, man, that my brother isn't alive with cannabis going on because you want to talk about just like a prolific grower in his uh-huh. time. <laughs> I mean, we, I was talking to my sister the other day and we were laughing so hard because we used to live on this farm and there was a it was like a horseshoe shape field with a section of woods in the middle and Caleb had his plant like down in the bottom field so there's woods and then there's another field down the bottom and so we were up at the top and we could see my dad going down the one side he's going to find Caleb's plants 
and Vanessa and I are like, go Caleb, because we see Caleb go down the other side on a four-wheeler, and Caleb goes in and gets his plant and comes flying out the other side of the field that dad went into uh, with the with his marijuana plant on the back of the four-wheeler. We were just dying laughing, like, go, Caleb, go. But he, uh, so Caleb was Uncle Yogi to my children. And he uh, he had a, a back injury and he actually ended up getting addicted to opiates. So, which you hear and you see dope sick. And I remember watching him, gosh, he tried to beat it probably two or three times like watching him go through that detox and the physical pain that he was going through just sick and I mean at some points you know my dad having just to hold him down like it was it was heartbreaking and to create something in his memory to help in our kind of our tagline is better living without chemicals and so we truly built the company for to be able to live better without relying on big pharma, without relying on, um, you know, the inorganic things that go into skincare that are supposed to be quick fixes, but ultimately do a lot of damage that sometimes is irreparable down the road. So it's just, it's been, you know, a long process. We've been doing it for about five years because we could have done it quickly. We could have put up a crappy product. We could have, um, you know, not know what was in our products and just counted or relied on somebody else. But we actually took classes in organic skincare and creating formulations. So we know exactly what's in, in everything. We have certificates and we, you know, we went through the process. Like we've tried to do it the right way. And it has been like the amount of crappy products that we've gotten back, the products that separated that turned into like cottage cheese, it was just disgusting. Like to come to where we are was quite the trek. But before that, I was actually, and I still am in real estate. So I was a real estate agent since 2005. And I started in Florida, moved to Virginia. We have a bunch of short-term rental properties now and I sell real estate. And, um, but mostly it's focusing on the cannabis side at the current time. So, oh, and I have to tell you about how Yogi got his name because that's kind of a cool little story. So, yeah. yeah so he. Where, where does the name Yogi come from, anyways? So, this is what happened. So, he, and this is another reason why we wanted to name the company Uncle Yogi's because Caleb always stood up for the underdog. Like, he was that kid. He's 6'3, like big blonde haired, like handsome kid. And so, they were playing in a lacrosse game when he was in, I think it was in middle school. It was like a rec league. And so this one, so they're playing a game and there's this little bitty kid, his name was Brooks. And the opposite team, this big defender came and just laid Brooks out, knocked off his helmet, knocked his pads off. And Caleb was like, Brooks, he's like, you did that. He did that, man. And Brooks is like that kid over there. And so the ref blew the whistle and Caleb did not even play the ball. He went and he laid that other defender out and knocked his hat off, his helmet off and his pads and his stick. And Caleb got ejected from the game. But from that time, Caleb was Yogi and Brooks was Boo Boo. So that's when he became Yogi. So, but he was, that was just, that was just who he was. Like he was that kid. And I remember when he died, we walked, it was like, he died New Year's day, 2014. And so we're going, there's a downtown mall in Charlottesville. 
And so a big group of his friends, we go walking and we're going into this restaurant and there's nobody out. Like it's kind of cold and a little bit snowy and there's a homeless guy out there. And he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, why is everybody out here? And they're like, well, we're celebrating our buddy's life. And he said, well, who was it? And he was like, Caleb, Caleb Easter. And he's like, big, tall, blonde kid. They're like, yeah. He goes, let me tell you something about him. And I'm like, oh man, what's this going to be? And he said, every time I would see him, he would give me everything that he had in his wallet. And I was like, man, and it made me cry. I was like, that, that is just like, that's who he was. And he was just like that salt of the earth and um, miss him every day. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, it's, it's really, um, you know, I've also lost people with opiates and it's the worst thing, you know, and, and seeing especially how um, frustrating it is not only losing your loved one, but seeing how, um, really the government's done nothing and at the same time block things uh-huh. like, you know, hemp, cannabis, which, you know, and block not only them from being legal and being accessible for people, but also, you know, in many ways, making it difficult for research to be done, you know, yeah. so we can make headway and that we can be able to show that, hey, you know what, if you talk to, uh, you know, a dozen people who have been on opiates and who have uh, you know used cbd you know a good number of them have have been able to to get off of it you know with the help of it right so but you know obviously we're not allowed to say that we're not allowed to make those kind of claims and we're not allowed to you know infer that it's it be why because you need to have a lot of money to have a big you know a big uh um research um and uh and to come out with these findings and okay well how can we facilitate that well it's yeah. not going to do good for certain industries. So it makes it hard. So that's the most frustrating thing as well. You know, and like you said, yeah. it's just like, if only, you know, it's uh, would, would uh, held on a little bit longer and being able to be a part of this industry. So, I yeah. mean, it's definitely, uh, you know, um, uh, can't claim, it you know, sucks. Yeah. You know, it sucks. And, and, you know, there was a crazy stat that I read the other day. They said that every time a state legalizes cannabis, Big Pharma loses $1 billion a year. Like, that's crazy. So if you want to talk about why they would be pushing back, I mean, there's your answer. Yeah, and that's why they make it so difficult and they make it so that even people who who enter the cannabis industry, these are people who are going to be already kind of have deep pockets and it's not just like, you know, opening up, you know, a hamburger store or anything like that, you know? It's something that really takes so much investment um you know especially on the THC side but as you know also on the hemp side as well so uh you're definitely honoring his his memory um and bringing this and bringing to fruition you know um as you know as well right there are a lot of um barriers and stuff that go on and this kind of trials and tribulations right so and that's kind of what we're talking about here in that regard right so talk to me a little bit about those kind of uh challenges that you've been facing already Uh you know in terms oh my of gosh. Uh, bring the bring this uh you know being able to <laughs> i feel like i'm starting i feel like i'm starting my real estate career all over again right because everybody's like oh real estate's so easy and you can just go in and sell a house it's like no it's it's not easy so yeah. it's back to the grind it's back to you know 20 voice to voice contacts a day 
there's a process called 50251 where we do it with social media where it's 50 likes, loves, laughs, hates, you know, whatever. And then you do 20 comments that are meant to engage. And then it's five like engaging back and forth with somebody and then one meaningful conversation a day. So, and it takes time to kind of build up to that, but that's the ultimate goal. So it's, you know, starting that all over again, back from, you know, with the auto dialers we used, oh gosh, in real estate, we had like espresso agent that would populate all the phone numbers for people that were expired listings. There's a lot of no's, there's a lot of, you're using the same scripts for uh, dealing with, um, where's the word, not rejection, but uh, when somebody is just, you know, just saying no, like basically like uh -huh. making the no's to a yes. And you go back and it's like, what is it? Some, most people, 90% quit after the first no. And then of that 90%, like 80% quit after the second no. And it's just, you know, getting to yes with that, but you're know, starting that all over again. And then just the part of finding the right partners from, you know, we went, we originally tried to find cannabis partners for yogis. So we're looking at all these different cannabis companies that have lotion or skincare to create a formulation that's not necessarily white labeling because we want to have our own proprietary stuff because we found things that we know work with skincare that are long-term fixes. So they're not going to create damage. They're actually going to rebuild and repair and enhance and lighten age spots, like all this stuff that you know people want to get rid of or fix or help. And, um, and it just, we, we weren't getting any traction. And so we finally had to shift our focus and be like, well, let's find, let's find a cosmetic company and then we'll use CBD as an ingredient, right? So then we have a cosmetic company that is familiar with using CBD as an ingredient. And so we finally found a company that was based out of um, Charleston, South Carolina. And they, they were great. And they knew they're like, you have to use Islip because I it's easier to work with with the face creams and blah 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 and so we kind of you know go through that whole process with them but then we thought that was the easy part right then you get into packaging labels and about the time we were trying to get packaging and labels do you remember the panama canal thing and the supply chain and oh yeah yeah that stuff yeah well guess whose freaking crap was on the panama canal ship Classic. Our packaging. Classic. <laughs> yeah, so we have to wait forever for that stuff to come. And then we finally get it. And then the label company that they were originally going to use can't do the labels anymore because they can't get label material for what we need. And so then we end up, I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. And then we finally get down to where our website's done. We have our labels. We have our product. We have everything in hand. And we can't get credit card processing. <laughs> it's like, ah, and so we finally, I think we're, we've overcome that hurdle with Uncle Yogi's uh, close with Caddy, but man, you're telling me about, and then we get to the marketing of the products. And so we have a marketing team that assured us that they've done all this research with cannabis, that they can do it. Like they are, they are top notch. They have great you know, success with their advertising and they can get like five to one return on investment and blah, 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 blah. And so they run the first ads, everything gets flagged. 
everything gets shut down. All the accounts get shut down. That was four or five months ago. And guess what? We still, we we're, we can't, we haven't sold a product. We sold to friends and family. We've sold our product on hand, but we've sold one thing off of the internet and it was to a family member. And oh, and that gets even better because our first credit card processor that we were set up with, it was supposed to be one of the biggest and best, knew that we were a brand new company. Well, apparently they had like a $5,000 minimum. And if you didn't hit the minimum, then you got charged, it's like almost $400, four or 500 bucks. So we, our one sale cost us like 600 bucks Wow! in the end. So it's like, we just felt like we could never catch a break. And we're finally in a good space with everything, but you want to talk about like just a complete disaster going through it. It was, it wasn't fun. So, but I think we're in a good space now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's always pains me so much to hear that, you know, because, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. It's just like yeah. talking about, Hey, we assure you we've done the research, you know, yeah. and, and all these kind of things. You know, I always tell people when, whenever, you know, they come to me and, you know, and we talk, you know, I just have to tell them every single person that I talk to, I'm like, listen, you work with me, you don't work with me. It's okay. Like we're not the only yeah. you know, game in town. I know that there's other people who are doing great things, but please uh, just work with somebody who only knows cannabis, you know, somebody's yes. like, oh, I, know, I have a local friend and they, they're really good. Or, oh, there's this big, doesn't matter how big the company is, how small the company is, how much you love them and trust them. It's just a matter of experience in this space yeah. and knowing those kind of things in terms of ads, you know, and yeah. thinking that you can just use the same techniques that you've been doing for, for everything else and thinking that it's going to work the same mm -hmm. for him. It's just this absolute nightmare. So Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and you if know. nobody, yeah. And if nobody takes anything else out of this podcast with you and I, please take that. <laughs> like that is the biggest number one thing to take out of this, because that's just, I mean, you'll spend your wheels and you will be frustrated and you won't have sales and things will cost you more and you'll, you know, you're, dates ticking on your product right like it's yeah. only good for yeah. so long and yeah. so the more time you waste you know you might have to end up severely discounting that product so it's just you know making sure that you partner with somebody that is familiar with how to market in this industry because it's just it's not easy nothing is easy yeah. <laughs> nothing well you know talking about that you know and then in the uh you know, moving on to something that's a little bit lighter, right? In terms of, you know, those products having a shelf life, right? That's because obviously it's all natural products and everything. Yeah. And you have some great skincare products um, that are going on. But, you know, I think uh, skincare products in the industry and with CBD are a little bit misunderstood in a lot of ways. And people wonder, well, why do I need CBD on my face? Like what's good about it, right? Or um, I think a lot of education that goes along with it. Oh my gosh. That kind of thing. Right. So talk to me about that the benefit of pairing CBD with all natural ingredients for skincare and, and kind yeah. of, you know, why it's important to have that. So what CBD does is it helps with cell regeneration. It helps to, so a lot of the um, antioxidants that is all that's naturally occurring in CBD help. And a lot of people don't really understand what antioxidants actually are. So you have like a bunch of free radicals in your body that's bombarding your 
DNA, right? And it's breaking apart your like actual double helix. And that is what causes you to age. So the antioxidants actually slow down that process. And so that's where it slows the aging process. And there's just, so if you pair it up with collagen, if you pair it up, you'll have an entourage effect. If you put in, like we have, um, gosh, where do we have in our products? We have like rose hip. We have a bunch of great things that you do get the entourage effect with the different ingredients. So like, you don't have to have as much, right? And that's the benefit. So people may see that you're they're like, oh, well, this product only has, you know, X amount of magnesium, which is in our night cream. And magnesium helps as a sleep aid. The majority of the population is actually magnesium deficient and not everybody can absorb it through a pill. So some people need to put lotion on their skin for that. And so, you know, they might not see that it has a lot of magnesium, but because of the CBD, it actually helps to enhance the effects of those added ingredients that we have. That's great. And I guess, you know, you, one other thing, right, is that difficulty of finding, um, you know, a manufacturer that, you know, you, like you said, where am I going to go to somebody who, um, know cbd really well and now they got to yeah. figure out how to do um you know skincare and creams and everything like that in a way that you know people who, yeah. who shop in the space are very savvy right they know what they like they know what they yeah. don't like you know and and you can tell right away right you can feel it you can yeah. smell it you know i think skincare products in this you know just in general uh you know cbd aside i think are under a lot of scrutiny all the time so um, it's definitely, a, I think, very smart to go over there in that regard and find a, uh, a manufacturer that, um, you know, that in this regard, right, you know, here I am saying work with somebody who knows CBD and that's all they do, right? I mean, wasn't that kind of running the same kind of risk, do you think, or yeah. experience, you it, know? Uh, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. You're, you're exactly like, what is that experience factor? So if it's not a marketing team, you know, it's looking for a skincare company. So the company that we partners partnered with does stuff for Charlotte's Web. They do stuff for CBDMD. They also do stuff for Merle Norman Cosmetics. Like they do stuff internationally. So they understand what it means to use ingredients the right way to make things into a really nice product. And I mean, the benefits of CBD on skincare, like I could truly go on forever from, um, you know, helping with skin issues, uh, rosacea, eczema. Uh, we have one lady that used our product and she's paying $200 a month for a little jar of stuff for her. She's got some skin issues going on and she used our day cream and which is substantially less expensive. And it helped her immediately. She said the effects have stopped itching. The irritation went away. She said in like two days, all the redness subsided. And so there's a lot of things that in, and truly, I think, and I hate to even say this, but I think in our next phase, we're going to increase our CBD content to 300 milligrams, because I think there's a little bit more benefit to having 300 versus 200 milligrams, just because for, for helping with the issues like eczema and rosacea. But, you know, in the first round, we just, a lot of it is us learning too, right? Because like, we know what it does for us. We know how it helps us. But we don't know how it's going to help, you know, Joe or Sarah or whoever. And it always has a different effect, but every single thing has been positive. 
And I think that's the biggest thing to take out of it is that, and all of our stuff is unscented because a lot of it is honestly tailored around me because my skin is so reactive to everything. And so if we could find something that worked for me, it's probably going to work for everybody. Oh, here we go. There's a dog. Because I have truly like, very, because uh, um, I do have really sensitive skin and just any smells, my allergies kick up and I just can't do it. So doing something that was unscented, our body lotion is unscented, everything. So it's, it's a good product. Uh, but yeah, so, so being able to create a product that works for me was you know, kind of the litmus test where I felt like it could help everybody. And, and it has, I mean, I use it every day. Uh, we have a day cream a night cream and eye cream and our eye cream is actually, it seems expensive, but it's actually twice as much as most eye creams because most eye creams are half an ounce and we actually have a full ounce. So, so I mean, it's twice as much in terms of the amount you get, not twice as much. Yeah. The amount. Very good. Yeah. And you know, that's a, that's the thing is, you know, the space as well, it's, you know, it's uh eye cream serums, all this stuff. It's uh it's uh, definitely uh, not cheap to get good stuff. You know, you kind of get what you no. pay in that regard. Now I guess. You do. You know, and you also have, so the quick fix, like, like Botox, for example, like you're injecting terrible things into your skin and that's not going to last forever. And the studies are starting to come out with, with the long-term effects and your skin gets so broken down that it becomes worse than it was before. Uh -huh. And so you have to keep, keep doing that over and over again. And it's just not something that's sustainable, but if you use a CBD skincare, you it's for the long term. like you're not going to get a lot of quick fixes. So it's that it's like patients with a sense of urgency, right? Because you want to see, you want to see, you want to see it but it happens like gradually then suddenly you're like, holy crap, like that age spot that I had is so much gone. Like I didn't even notice, but through time that stuff will go away and things will get better and things will improve. But it's just, it's like, take a picture. And then six months later, take a picture and look at your skin and you'll see those changes and things that have happened through time. And it's, I mean, for me personally, it's been a positive change because I used to not put anything on my skin. Uh -huh. because everything everything was reactive to it and so just for the longest time and then i went to for my birthday my mom got me a um a facial this was like i was maybe 10 years ago and they put that light on you that's terrifying because you see like all the things that have ever happened to your skin it's like a book of your skin's life and you're like holy shit like yep that was that really bad sunburn that happened and <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of their job too, right? You know, it's kind of like yeah. the, the facial lady is kind of like the drug dealer, right? Where they like want to get you yeah. on the first time and for free or is this, but it's all about the comeback. You know, it's like, if I yeah. can tell you how bad your face looks and convince you that you need all this stuff, you know, with the Botox and everything else, yeah. you know, it's like, that's, that's the main thing. You know, every, it's funny, right? You know, my wife, she goes and gets her hair done. I think it looks great, but anytime she goes to a new yeah. hair lady, Apparently it was the worst job of all time. And how could you be Different. walking around like this? You know, like who did your hair? Oh my gosh. Don't ever go back to her. This is horrible. I can't believe you've been walking. <laughs> don't worry. I'll take care of you. You know, it's like, how do you talk yeah. to people like that? You know, it's the same kind of thing. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, look at yeah. your face. You know, so. Um, I know. 
but it does it does and then you start looking right so like our daughter she's 14 now but we started looking at her the stuff she's putting on her skin and so then I started researching it and a lot of the chemicals that the young teenage girls are putting on their skin is showing up in their urine for three days after they stop using the product like bad chemicals and so think about that because your skin absorbs everything that you're around in in your environment you absorb that stuff through your skin so the things that you put on it you really need to be more cognizant of that stuff from like sunscreens to bug sprays to i mean really anything that you're you know putting on your skin makeup like all that stuff because that goes into your bloodstream but will show up in your urine for 3 days after you stop using it like it's just it's crazy when you start thinking about that cuz cuz i didn't like i honestly didn't until we started kind of researching skincare and that you know happened with uh-huh. the the weird light like i just didn't really pay attention i also didn't put anything on it but um it's just it becomes a little bit scary and then you know then you, i mean you can get into food you can get into processed meats like things that you're putting into your body it's like where do you really stop but uh cannabis all natural natural product yep. not yes yeah you know, that yeah, better living without chemicals. You can help with pains. You can help with sleep. You can help with anxiety. You can help with depression. You can help with all these things that have been shown in studies with, you know, multiple people, but we can't make any of those claims, like you said, because we don't have enough. We don't have enough studies to show, but we do have studies to show that marijuana has zero deaths associated yeah. with it. Yeah. Zero deaths. And of, I think it was like of 96 people had zero negative reactions. And of that 4%, like 98% of them were non-serious. Mm. So that's what we're dealing with. Let's talk about, you know, big pharma opiates. Let's talk about the little tiny disclaimers on any medication you take. And it's like may cause death. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah what are you exactly. talking about? All the different stuff that goes along with it, you know, but. You know, and, and in terms of the skincare as well, I think that that's why there's such a movement now, not just for, you know, CBD skincare, but really botanical skincare, I think, you know, yeah. and, and it's just all about natural ingredients and what you're putting on your skin matters, what you put in your body mm-hmm. matters, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, uh, that's why they always say, you know, youth is wasted on the young, right? Because we think we're going to live forever. We think that whatever we put in our bodies or put in our bodies isn't going to matter. Yeah. You know, and as you can see the longitudinal studies, um, and the results that people see, right, with Botox and the, the creams and everything else that goes on, it's uh, it's really not worth it, obviously, in the end. So, um, yeah. Like, and like I see, I see women that are half my age that look older than me. It's crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what are they, like, what is all this stuff that they're doing or putting in their bodies or, you know, what lifestyle, you know, gets you to that point. Yeah. And it's just. That's why formulation is so important, right? You know, formulation and what it is. And, you know, but here we talk about, you know, everything seems to be a fad and, you know, within cannabis and within CBD, right. You know, and everybody's looking for the next big thing. And I think we, you know, obviously there's a a lot of exciting stuff as well, but, you know, a lot of times we have to, um, you know, slow the brakes a little bit. So talk to me about why, yeah. you know, sometimes less is best 
when it comes to formulation and looking for the right kind of entourage effect as opposed to just stuffing with with everything? Because you don't need, so, so many things do the same thing, right? So like you'll have, uh, well, I mean like a chicken finger, a chicken nugget, a chicken breast, like they're all freaking chicken, right? It's all the same thing but it's just a variation of it. So you'll have like, and that's probably a really bad example actually. But but my point is, is that you can have, let's say chicken, pork, fish, and you know, whatever. So they're all food and they're all gonna get you full and they're all gonna achieve the same goal, but you don't need all of them. So you could, if you just have one, like one fish and one vegetable and one rice, you don't need all the rice, all the vegetables, all the fish because it's not going to accomplish anything different so if you find those like main key ingredients like you're, you have your hero ingredients so like cbd is one of our hero ingredients um for our night cream you know magnesium might be a hero ingredient so you have your main ingredients and then you find the fewest number of things to achieve the same effect without double dosing so to speak so like there's certain things that do the same thing and so if you can really figure out that formulation where less is best and the less that you're putting on your skin, because you just, a lot of it is reactivity to people too, right? Cause the lot, some people are allergic to shea butter because of the nuts. And so maybe that's not something that you put in a skincare product because you don't want to limit that market because some people are sensitive to that. So finding the things that work the best with the least amount of things that could possibly be reactive on anybody's skin, but still have the same benefit is what's really the hardest. And I think that's where the kind of the magic and the formulations come in, right? Because that's really what you're aiming for. No, definitely. There's always a, you know, exciting stuff with formulations and right ways to do it, but it's always a work in progress as well. Right. And it's always part of the fun about, you know, having, uh, uh, Hem CBD company, aside from all the fun that goes on with all the uh, hubbubaloo that goes along with it, but really the fun is sometimes is developing new products and everything like that, yeah. or optimizing and making things better. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, what do you have, anything exciting coming up here with Uncle Yogi's that you'd like to share with us today or anything coming down the pipeline? So Uncle Yogi's, we, so ultimately we want to do something for the whole family. So we want to have something that will work for everybody from, you know, the adults to the pets to things that may be safe for, you know, children too, that maybe we're just using the hemp seed oil, but we still have all natural ingredients where, you know, people can use the children can use the skincare people under 18. So that's really our ultimate goal is to have something that's kind of a one-stop shop healthcare regimen for people to take into their daily lives. It can truly help better living without chemicals. We, we talked about doing, um, there was this product that we tried. It was just, it was like shake from these, from a guy here in Buckingham County in Virginia. And I'm telling you, like, I just took like a tiny little, like tiny little scoop of it. And I would just mix it in with like a milkshake or I put it on my food and it helped my back pain for like 10 hours and I could tell when it was starting to wear off. And so we talked about putting those in capsules for people to take that have, you know, chronic back pain like that. And so we're really working on things that are a little bit different 
that are more thoughtful. Like we had a dog that we lost to lymphoma and that started us doing research on alternatives to that. And that's when we looked into like milk thistle, which helps with kidney function. We looked, which is a side effect of the medication that she was taking. So we're looking to counteract the prednisone. And then we um, stumbled upon turkey tail mushroom. And then we started reading all the studies with turkey tail mushroom with cancer research. And there's a guy at Johns Hopkins in um, just right down the road from here that he, I guess he was the one that was supplying all, supplying all the turkey tail to Johns Hopkins for their study. And he actually put his mother through the study for breast cancer treatment because she came in at like stage four breast cancer and she's cured. And there's a whole YouTube video of him up with his mom and the doctor at Johns Hopkins talking about how turkey tail helped with cancer research or helped her beat cancer, breast cancer. And I talked to a woman that does research for the University of Virginia here. And she told me that she was like, well, honestly, she said, once you get to stage four cancer, it's actually easier to treat because the cancer cells are so deformed that the medication knows exactly what to look for. So when you're in stage one, your cells aren't that different. So it's hard for them to identify what to oh. like eradicate or to flush mm. out of your body. So once you get to that further stage in cancer, she said it's actually easier to get those bad cells out of your body, but there's no, obviously no cancer cure. But I think that having a turkey tail does help your immune system. So I actually take it every day. I have capsules that I take turkey tail mushroom. Lion's mane has been shown to regenerate um, nerve cells and nerve endings and neurological pathways, things that we just never studied. So something through time, I mean, lion's mane could be something to help people with, you know, that are paralyzed or Alzheimer or Alzheimer's or any of those, um, you know, neurological or degenerative diseases. And we just don't know because it's so new, but it's not worth not studying or paying attention to, because these are things that like we put lion's mane in our caddy products because they're more towards sports and athletics. And so uh -huh. regenerating those muscles and helping that nerve pain, like those are things that we're targeting specifically. So there's just, I could completely nerd out on all this stuff and all the yeah, research we've done. I love, but, I love it. No, yeah. a lot of exciting stuff, definitely. And, and that's the cool thing, like I said, it's just kind of uh, always being able to incorporate more things and there's more research being done and there's Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's more products, you know, uh, waiting to happen. And when people yeah, say I mean, what the, the market's saturated look, or whatever, I think, I, I don't know what they're talking about because there's so much more still to happen, more still to do. Well, look at like psilocybin with PTSD. They had this study with, uh, there was like a study with the mice where mm -hmm. I think the mice were getting shocked or they're experiencing a trauma like every time they were, like at a certain time, they're experiencing this trauma when every time they're fed. So then every time they were getting ready to eat, they all ran and would eat their food because they thought they were going to have their trauma or shock or whatever they were getting. Well, then they started treating the mice with psilocybin and they disconnected that, that flash or whatever was happening that created that trauma. So they disassociated it and they all started eating when they were fed. So, because that, and that's the whole thing with PTSD is that you're associating something that triggers something else, right? 
And so being able to disassociate that is truly helping PTSD patients utilizing psilocybin. So, I mean, there's just so many great things and there was, I mean, there's so many mushrooms and there's so many strains of cannabis and there's so many, you know, the terpenes are different and the flavonoids and like all the things do different things for different people. And, you know, just don't give up trying because like, if you just used, you know, Tylenol and Tylenol didn't work, are you not going to try Advil? or Aleve or Motrin or, you know, any of the other, those, you know, over-the-counter painkillers, which that's like a whole nother thing. Cause those are starting to, you know, the studies are showing that those are causing, you know, long-term use is causing health issues as well. But I mean, you just, you can't give up because there will be a strain. There will be a combination of something that somebody has created in the CBD industry, the cannabis space that will help with whatever you have. You just have to be diligent about it. Yeah, obviously, you know, when people are talking about, um, you know, it didn't work for me, it's the same kind of thing. You know, I always ask, okay, what's, where'd you get it, right? You know, mm-hmm. and people, oh, well, I got a gas station, or I got it here, or I got it on you know, Amazon. And then you can able to educate them a little bit on why yeah. maybe those weren't the most reputable products or anything like yeah. that. You know, why, you know, they should maybe give them the shot, which, you know, is one other unfortunate thing, right? When people have tried it and uh, they kind of get sold stuff that isn't uh, even reputable in the first place. So uh, a lot of landmines, obviously, over here, but a lot of exciting stuff, too, as well, you know, in in this industry. So, you know, I guess in that regard, you know, uh, before I let you know, go, you know, talk to me a little about, you know, obviously, here you are, you're doing real estate and. Uh, now also the co-founder of two uh, hemp companies. So, you know, I always love talking to entrepreneurs and kind of what makes them go a little bit. So talk to me a little bit about how, uh, how do you define success, whether professionally, personally, spiritually, what does success look like for you? I truly believe if we can help just one person, if we can just change one person's life, then I think that's more successful. I mean, truly, because that's, it's, it doesn't take, I don't have to change, you know, hundred people's lives or a thousand people's lives. I mean, we hope we do. We hope uh-huh. that, you know, providing these products that we've, you know, really done so much research in that other people can benefit from that. But if we just change one person or their perception or their lifestyle or give them, you know, a couple more years of their life because, they're stuck or addicted to opiates or whatever it is then i think we've been successful amazing amazing no definitely you know uh the value of life is so important obviously and we never know who we're affecting how we're affecting them and uh you know this says that the uh every single person is is the entire universe you know so um it's so important so i love that as well and um Mm -hmm. as we close you know how can our listeners find out more about you your products um you know and go on and buy them yeah, definitely. And so we have a little podcast that we're working on too, that you'll have to come, come be a guest on. It's uh love it. we'd love to. Yeah. So it's called the goat smoke, which is kind of funny. So we have, we have goats. We farm like a little time. It's called the grateful nice. goat ranch. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's kind of funny. Like some of it's a little tongue in cheek, but we talk a lot about cannabis. We talk we have like a little part where we talk about our goats because they're assholes. Like right now we've got one that's in heat and we have a male goat and he 
did his rear up thing and tried to headbutt me today. So it's just always something. And it's just a fun little educational podcast. So, yeah, so we've got all kinds of stuff going on. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Check out the podcast. You know, we'll have a link here for that as well um, here in the description. And obviously um, all the socials and the links here will be as well. Wherever you're listening, you'll be able to find that. And uh, not every day I get to talk to a goat rancher, goat farmer, you know, so I'm sure, you know, uh, a whole nother slew of fun, crazy stuff that goes on. You know, I, I see that you oh, just man. love getting into all the crazy, you know, things, you know, with the hemp industry and, and goat farming and everything. It's like, I love <laughs> challenges, you know, that's what I want to do. I just want to challenge, you know, so. Idle hands, man. Like yeah. things got easy. Real estate got easy. It was paying, you know, all the expenses with the rentals was mm-hmm. great income. And it's like, what else? <laughs> what else could we do? I love it. So, love it. But yeah, it's love fun. It. Well, thank you so much, Valerie. I really appreciate you coming on with me today. And it's definitely been a lot of fun. And thank you as well, everybody, for listening, wherever you're listening. Really appreciate it for making us a part of your day. Definitely. And so good luck to you the rest of you and beyond, Valerie. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Dank Discussions. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. Please make sure you subscribe and leave a review. We want to continue making dank content you want to hear, so give us some feedback about the topics you want covered. Feel free to reach out to us at grow at calican.com. That's G-R-O-W at C-A-L-A-C-A-N-N dot com. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter for our latest updates.